Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, Hell February yeah. 7th, 2020. Thank Way God. To go. Way to go. You made it we through made the week, it. everybody. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. And we did too. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been a week, but we made it through. Yeah, no, once the show's over, I just start drinking. Yeah. Yeah, we covered that on the last Florida Man Friday. It's, uh, yeah. Kind of a problem. Okay, hey, Mark, well, Mark kind of yeah. checks out from uh, when yeah. the show ends. See you Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get our one break and we take full advantage. Um, yeah. well, let's not pussyfoot around. Uh, let's hop okay. straight into our interview with Dr. Steve Johnson from the University of Florida about the herpes monkeys who are terrorizing the northern part of the state. This is our most requested story of all time on Hard Factor. Several uh, barstool people asked us to cover it. A ton of listeners, uh, so let's get into the herpes monkeys. And real quick, Will, Dr. Steve, is he's an expert, right? He's, he's, the, he's, he's the, the, number one, the number one expert in, in, in the state of Florida. He's done the number one most amount of interviews about the herpes monkeys. So, yes. He's a herpes monkey pro. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Welcome to the show, biology professor at the University of Florida, a man who is keyed into the herpes monkey epidemic in North Florida, Dr. Steve Johnson. Dr. Steve, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Johnson. Um, So I hear that these monkeys, they can transmit to you herpes B, uh, which is that worse than just regular run-of-the-mill like Florida herpes you might get in a nasty beer pong (laughs) game or... Is like, is it worse for you? Yeah. So, so anyway, so these monkeys are at the, they were introduced to Silver Springs State Park, which is uh, in, in north of Orlando about an hour, you know, mm-hmm. almost 100 years ago now. And we did some recent research uh, collaborations with one of my grad students and one of my colleagues here at UF, uh, Dr. Samantha Wisely. And we assessed, uh, we, we had some records from a, uh, from a trapper who was legally removing animals in the past. And we, we looked at his records because he had to take them to a lab and found out the, the number of animals that were, quote, seropositive for this herpes B virus. And this is a herpes virus that these rhesus macaques carry that doesn't really hurt them, but it can be lethal to people. Oh, so that's convenient you, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is convenient for them. Not so convenient for, for us. But no, this is not like, you know, your standard sort of, you know, lip herpes. You're right. not talking about a cold sore. You're talking no, about. Not like, talking about a, I call not those February herpes. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's hard for me to take herpes and not think of the lip thing right. understandable but this yeah. is much more serious and okay. you know a small percentage of them we know carry it and a, a little bit smaller percent actually actively shed it but the the fear is is that you know that 
through contact, if, if an animal a monkey was to bite someone or scratch someone, that it could transmit this virus. We don't know of any cases that have, have ever uh, occurred uh, in the wild where a, a wild macaque has transmitted the herpes to someone in Florida or elsewhere. But it's certainly positive that it's happened in labs, lab situations where, where the monkeys have been held for research. And it's been lethal to some people. Dr. Steve, so, you said there haven't been uh, human to or monkey to human transmissions. Is that because people are wearing protection when they're having an no, intercourse with the monkeys? Just, there's a lot that we don't know about, you know, the virus and, and uh, how it might be transmitted to humans. And there could have been some, you know, unre- undocumented, you know, cases like where the, where the monkeys are native, like in India. But certainly not in Florida. There's no evidence of it. But the, 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 the fear is that, the, you know, the potential is there, you know. The, and, could, uh, and the bottom line is the monkeys shouldn't be in Florida. They're not native here. Right. Yeah. They are not native to Florida. They are an introduced invasive species. Yes, I'm going to give you a chance to to hear Pat's question again. I'm going to rephrase it a little bit. Are people making out with these monkeys or hooking up with these monkeys? <laughs> I certainly hope not. You know. Aren't there enough, aren't there enough people in Florida to make out with each other? Yeah, yeah we've got a yeah. lot of concerned listeners. A lot. <laughs> Right. I forgot to mention, like, 25 of our listeners, like, submitted this story. Yes. They needed us. That's why we have you on as the expert. My advice to you on Valentine's Day, date a human primate, not a (laughs) non-human. Ah, yeah. Good point. Well, Dr. Johnson, can can this virus be transmitted from monkeys to uh, pets or companions, as Peter likes to call them? Um, And and if a a monkey bites a dog or a cat, can that – dog or cat then transfer it to its uh, its owner or companion i would have to say i don't know i'm uh you know i'm a i'm a wildlife ecologist my colleague was the disease ecologist she might could answer that i would have to defer to her i i don't know dr okay. steve when you're out in the field are you looking very closely at the upper lips of these monkeys or the genitals of these monkeys to identify whether or not you should be handling them with gloves or just avoiding them altogether, maybe dating someone else? We try to avoid them. We try to avoid them altogether, but uh, no, we're not. I don't know that there's any outward signs of this, but uh, no, I don't, I don't handle the monkeys. We, we did in the past for some research. Do not do that anymore, and I would discourage anybody from approaching one of these monkeys if they were to see it. If you're out on the Silver River yeah. canoeing or kayaking and you see the monkeys – don't feed them. It is now against state law. Uh, well, hold on, though. Dr. Steve, what if you already have herpes, though? Like, because I feel like. I, I, I still ill-advised to be. Right. Remember, uh, this is the upgraded version. This is, yeah. this yeah. is not, yeah. just human lip, herpes. not just lip so, herpes. It's, I think I'm getting we it need now. To, yeah. We need to no, clarify no, that. I have a yeah. question. Uh, I, don't sh- make out with one of these monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah, don't get involved with one, you know. <laughs> Should I be more worried about coronavirus or monkey herpes? Because right now it's both, and I only have enough room in my brain to freak out about one of them. I'd probably say the the, the coronavirus, okay. you know, is a, a little more of a of, of a concern from from my perspective. But Same here. Again, you can you can avoid this herpes virus by just not messing with these monkeys or approaching. Well, that's them hard to do. Well, that's really hard well, to do, Doctor Steve. If you see them, it's really hard to do. You know that they're cute, Doctor Steve. Well, you know. Leave your Twinkies at home and don't take them in your boat. Don't bring any food that you would be tempted to throw to the monkeys if you're on the river. And then if this this one that's been seen in Jacksonville, you know, pull in your bird feeders. You mentioned bird feeder, feeder and that freaks me out because if these monkeys start fucking with birds and transfer it to the birds, we all know about bird flu and shit like that, right? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Not good. These monkeys are just bad. They shouldn't be in Florida. They shouldn't right. be out in the wild. But- so you guys used to call the monkeys from 84 to 12. So are you going to bring back culling of these monkeys? That, sounds okay, like it's a that, real problem. That, y'all is not me. It's not <laughs> okay. University the of state of Florida. That was the state. Can, we, we, get, to can we get a clip of you saying for the record that you'll start culling again so we can send it to PETA? <laughs> hey, Dr. Johnson, what do you think about the oh, idea? No, okay. 
of what do you think about the idea of, of, of maybe bringing in pythons to take care of the monkeys or having a monkey bowl similar to the python bowl and, you know, having a bunch of rednecks go in there and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, fight the uh, monkeys. Fight, fight the monkeys. Very, very much a baited question on the first part of that. <laughs> With climate change, if we just wait a couple years, maybe the pythons are going to get up here on their own anyways. We know they're advancing. Ah, there you okay. go. The second one. Not, not if we not, have the wall, though, Dr. Steve. I'm not going there. I am not going to go there. <laughs> no monkey bull? All right. No monkey bull. Dr. Steve, <laughs> I, um, you guys said there's the, this monkey uh, that probably has herpes in Jacksonville that's running amok. Have you guys talked about posseing up down there? No, there's been no uh, no uh, no talk between you mean me and the monkey. We no, no, I mean as a Floridian, I, I just know that posseing up is a big thing down there. I just was curious. I know this guy's running amok. It's all over the news. <laughs> I don't know if you guys were thinking about po- posseing up. I have not thought about the posse. No one's contacted you. Thank, okay, thank and for the thought though, I'll, I'll I'll put it on the on the think about to do count. Doctor um, Johnson, I know that that, that this uh, clan or the, this group of monkeys have one uh, male leader. Is there just one single male that runs all of these monkeys in Silver Spring? And if so, what's his name and uh, what's he like? <laughs> funny you mentioned that so in the past when my student was doing her work there were five different groups consisted of a dominant male uh and then uh some uh, younger males and then uh, you know his sort of harem of females and they're young and my student actually had named some of these monkeys like she had one that was called kong she had another dude she called cheeks because they were recognizable and that helped her keep track of her her groups so did she uh, name one of them king herpy or yeah no no, and she did have a she did have a female that she really liked. She named Khaleesi. Nice. You could name you could name one of them Hermes, like the Greek god, but it's a play on herpes. It's like a little everyone yeah. gets it, right? So that way he's not the monkey's not embarrassed because right. he thinks his name is Hermes, but we all know what this right, means. If I, get, if I ever do any monkey population monitoring at Silver Springs, I'm gonna write that down. We'll name one. We'll name one of the, <laughs> nice. the females. But there is a dominant male that leads this group, you know, and there's separate groups that are there. They maintain a territory and uh yeah, so that's just their social structure. You should probably call that guy. Are they are they in all seriousness, outside of the herpes, which look again, some people have not a big deal if you got it. So I you know, cool because you can't get it twice. Are are these guys dangerous at all? Uh in terms of uh you know if you came across one outside of being afraid of herpes, could they kill you? I don't know that they could kill you, but they could really mess up your day if they was if they would physically attack you. And a male will protect his his, his you know his his harem or his his turf. And they're strong. They have you know big canine teeth, and they can be aggressive. A lot of times they'll bluff before they will do anything. But advice is, if you're on the river, you get one of these big males that's down at the edge looking at you. Don't look at him in the eye. That's a sign of. I got a question. What if you're flaring up with herpes? Will they leave you alone? I doubt. I, I kind of, I kind of doubt it, you know. And and you might think you're the alpha, but if you run across one of these, you know, these big males out there, he might challenge you to change your mind. You might, uh, your <laughs> testosterone level might yeah. take a bit of a dive. And yeah. Yeah. Leave I me alone. I already have it. I think that's a good idea, though. You should pass out fake little herpes. Right. Like, leave that me works. alone. See if you that works. Really, see if the monkeys you guys are really leave creative. You alone. You know? <laughs> I really think outside the box. I just these things haven't crossed my mind so far. But thanks right. for suggesting. Well, there's been a lot of just immigration with these animals. It seems like uh, the pythons from Burma, these monkeys from God knows where, uh, not America. Yeah. Florida is is a is a mecca for introduced animals. We have – we're like a global epicenter for introduced reptiles, and most of them come in through the pet trade. We have now three times as many non-native established breeding species of lizards than we do native lizards. You know? yeah. why, is that? Ty- why is that, Dr. Have- Steve? Why- What's that? Why is that, Dr. Steve? Well, f- people love their pets. 
pets, you know, exotic pet industry is really, really a really big industry. Can we blame any of this on Disney? You said it's an hour north of Orlando. Could, can we blame this on the Animal Kingdom at Disney World? You know, I, I wish I could comment in a, in a creative way about that, but I'm just going to stop and say no. But I don't know. I think Disney's probably pretty darn responsible when it comes to their animals but, getting out. Well, doctor, outs is okay in this case. Are these are these are these outsiders affecting American-born animals, naturalized American-born animals? Now we don't know about the about the uh, monkeys, but I can tell you, there's been a lot of good research that's been done in the Everglades about the pythons, and yes, they're causing declines of of, uh, of native species of mammals like bobcats and raccoons, these so-called meso mammals, rabbits, things like that. So the Burmese pythons are definitely having some pretty significant ecological impacts in in the Everglades. Would you say that they're taking the jobs of American animals? You know what? Uh, that's an interesting point. They're, they, they're, I don't know that they're taking the jobs, but if you think about it now, the pythons are the top predator in the Everglades, which that role used to be played by the American alligator, you know, and it still is. You know, you get back and forth. So, so eh, I guess, you know. We need, to, we, need to start giving, we need to start giving roids to the gators. Yes. Get them bigger and stronger so they can kill all of these invasive Meth. species. We do have a story on today's show where there is a video of, a, of an American gator eating you know, like a mid a mid sized right. Burmese python. That was that's pretty oh, cool. Excellent. Yeah, that yeah. that happens pretty regularly. Hey, Doctor Steve, one more question. What's your favorite animal? Uh, let's see. Well, it is my favorite animal. I'm gonna go with the Burton's legless lizard. It's a really cool uh, snake looking thing that lives in Australia. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, thank I, you, Doctor Steve. I've heard of the legless lizard. Never, <laughs> never mind, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Steve. Hey, that was great. Thank you so much for doing that. We really appreciate yeah. it. Are, 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 have you been? Too. All right, that was awesome. Thank you, Dr. Steve. We're probably going to get him back on the show because, as he said, reptiles and stuff are his forte. Guess what? Mm. That happens a lot on Florida Man Friday. Now let's get into the lightning round. You've been on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Mark, real quick, real quick. I yeah. even uh, changed my bulb to a jungle theme. You yeah, notice that for this show for Dr. Steve jungle slash Steve. reptile. Yeah. Like Tarzan. It looks there. good. I love looks, Dr. Steve. It looks good. Will. and as I mentioned in the interview, uh, if we didn't chop that part out as promised, I'm leading off the lightning round with a story that warms the heart of Dr. Steve and apparently of a lot, a lot of Floridians. And that is that the prize de facto state animal, the American alligator was caught on film eating the invasive Burmese python. Nice. Back. What Te an awesome video. It's technically their state dog. I've said that once before. The but gator? State, yeah. state companion. Yep. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the video was posted Sunday on the Everglades National Park's Twitter. So take that, PETA. Uh, they're really proud of this video. Uh, and it's pretty incredible. Uh, the gator is about seven feet long and the python is about dead feet long. So they're why are they proud of it? I like I like that they're proud of it because that's a huge day for they Florida hate, They hate the pythons. They're they're eating like the raccoons and all the animal the, all the animals out there that were, were doing fine in the Everglades are all getting killed off. They eat because, gators too. Baby gators. Well, they kill. don't fucking say that. Oh, sorry. Don't say that. So shit. it's a, so they're in a struggle against each other. Yes, the gator was the uh, apex predator out there in the Everglades, and now it's kind of a fight, and the gators, that's their natural habitat, and everyone else was out there living fine, and now the python's out there killing off all the creatures. So you're saying that this is like a win, a huge win for America? Uh, it's absolutely yeah. a huge win for Florida, which makes it a huge win for America. Yeah. The Ameri gator, yeah. It's the American alligator. Yes, the American Floridian alligator. So you're telling me that the fucking American alligator could potentially be... Uh, 
harmed by these pipes? Hey, no, I'm not telling you that. Okay, no, I'm not good. telling you that. No, let's let's continue. The gator, the gators are fighting back. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to okay. go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and, in fact, will and proclaim a victory for Florida with a team of insane alpha male python hunters mm. and alligators. Those those two teamed up, alligators and the python hunters, to beat the python. Uh, the battle will continue, but it's only a matter of time before the mega powers, as I like to call them, it's like Hogan and Macho Man in the prime uh, in a handicap match versus Jake the Snake. We know right. who's going to win. USA. Yeah. USA. Exactly. Jake USA. I saw Jim Duggan on the outside just cheering him on. And then as soon as Jake the Snake is done and he's been dispatched, then they got to go back to hating each other, the Python Hunters and the Gators. Was it? Yes. It was, it was, macho, <laughs> it was macho King, though. Who Not cheered. at that time. No. No, he, he was Macho King uh, for a while, but I think when he was in the, uh, the, uh, the Mega Powers, I don't think he was Macho King. Can we take like a, just a real quick moment of silence for Macho Man Ray Savage? R.I.P. Thanks, guys. All right. Let's take it to our Internet pundits in Florida just to show you how serious they are about this. Uh, Jesse Ray Atkins says it's about time. We got some hope for our beloved Everglades. I hope the Gators find them a delicious meal. So, they're, you know, he wants the Gators to be eating more pythons, clearly. Oh, yeah. he's, he's pro Gator. Yeah, absolutely. They all are. Philosophical Floridian says great video exclamation point. Only way a python would ever get one of our boys. Wes, see, they're not mm-hmm. harming them is pure <laughs> luck. And they will, <laughs> they will both uh, be getting down. What's that? I can't read this. Uh, meanwhile, I'm sure the gators eat them daily. So if they ever get eaten by a python, it's pure luck. They're caught napping, but the gators are always eating these pythons. Good. You hear that, Wes? Not from what I've seen, but okay. And last one. I'm a little worried about Come you. Come on. Really, Wes? You think the gators are getting outfoxed by these pythons? No, I've, I've seen videos of like pythons with gators inside of their bodies. We don't oh, talk about that. So. Where is your pride? No, we don't talk about that on this Where podcast. Where is your pride? My, my Florida pride? You're well, I, I mean, but hey, if you want to win it, if you want to win a battle, you need to know the real truth. That's I, true. I, I'd the like horrible to know truth. if that's a real problem. I don't think I mean. so. I don't think it's true. Uh, and the last one is from Tiny and Mighty who says, I love the fucking Florida Gators. She might have been talking about the university and the football team, but point still remains. She's if having she's a good Friday. About she's the pro university, I don't like that comment. But Well, we'll, we'll say she's talking about the, the uh, American alligator. That's what, okay. she, that's what she meant to say. She, she should have said American Gators. All right. All right, she's okay. Let's take it over to the geriatric corner. All right, the first one uh, that we're doing, surprisingly, on a Florida Man Friday. It smells first, weird in this corner, Will. Hmm? Well, uh, it's a big corner in Florida, so <laughs> let's let's give the geriatrics their due and their representation. First up, a insane Florida man named William Hawkins who broke into a nursing home in uh, St. Lucie, Florida, to suffocate a 95-year-old named Robert Morell sleeping in his bed. Uh, Hawkins said that this was the... Uh, culmination of his quote unquote life goal. So yeah, he waited till he was ninety five. Yeah, so they run that one, back, right? run that back from me one time. Some guy killed a ninety five year old, and then that guy who killed the guy said that that was his life goal to kill that guy. Suffocate a ninety five so year old he must, sleeping. Yeah. He must be ninety five as well if it was his life goal. Feel like no, William. Did he he had beef with Robert specifically. William Hawkins is forty seven. Uh, Robert Morell, the ninety five year old sleeping, is ninety five, and it turns out that the uh, 95-year-old and the 47-year-old were dating the same girl. Um, and oh. Hawkins is such a pussy that he waited till the guy was 95 and defenseless to go strangle him to death, which apparently he was planning for years. Anyways, he's going to jail for murder, so bye-bye. What a, yeah. what a pro that 95-year-old is dating girls that are dating 47-year-olds. I mean, that's yeah, punching. I mean, he's just got basically everybody now just knows that Robert Morell is a pimp. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's always how Robert was going to go out. Right, like somebody was jealous as fuck. A, a jealous, a jealous male was definitely going to suffocate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, next up, a feel-good story this time in the geriatric corner. Sarasota man Joe Newman, he was born in 1913, before the start of World War I even. But, amazingly, he somehow still occasionally drives his Mercedes 230 hardtop coupe. Not only that, but This guy's alive? Yeah, he's alive, 107 years old. Uh, Not only that, uh, but Newman also has a 99-year-old fiance, Anita Sampson, who turns 100 in March, so there'll be uh, two centurions together, and he says that she keeps him very busy. And I also guess they're planning a wedding, which, um, you know, yeah, maybe, out of st- out of staters, don't buy a plane tickets. Maybe for that get one. the travel uh, <laughs> the travel insurance on that one. Yeah, uh, when you when when she says really busy, is she talking about geriatric sex? I think so. Yeah. Oh man, pretty sure Viagra geriatric sex is what that. Uh, man, a lot of, lot of non organic products. These old guys in Florida are hound dogs. Yeah, dude. Yeah. New- Newman is active. Newman's have living a great life at 107. He even ran for Congress to represent Sarasota uh, when he was 101. Didn't win though. Don't know why. Uh, but he, he would does... have been the he would have been the second oldest person in Congress uh, behind Bernie Sanders. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, but he does admit, though, uh, Newman does admit that he should have his eyes uh, retested when his uh, driver's license is up for renewal in 2022. I don't so. think it's going to get renewed. Nah, <laughs> probably not at 109. Uh, and finally, the Florida Geriatric Corner was brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. Flowers are great for giving to old people if you need to. Uh, they're also great for giving to someone special on Valentine's Day. And here is Valentine's Day tip number one. Not all rose bouquets are created equal. So if you're looking for roses that are guaranteed to impress, head head to 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers is some of the freshest and top quality roses for prices you won't believe. Take care of all your rose needs today with the official florist of Valentine's 1-800-Flowers. Right now, when you order early, you'll get 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. That's right. 18 roses for 30 bucks or upgraded 24 uh, for just 10 bucks more. One uh, hundred flowers are fantastic. Every time you order them, they're always the freshest. It always impresses whoever you're ordering, whether it's for a special someone or somebody who you need to impress for work, whatever you need. One hundred flowers has you covered and to order 18 red roses for twenty nine ninety nine or upgrade to the 24 for only 10 bucks more. Go to one eight hundred flowers dot com. Click the radio icon and enter code hard factor all one word. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Code hard factor. All one word. I can guarantee you the 95-year-old from your story and the 107-year-old from your story who who loved to slay. Oh. Gay he, bouquets. Gay bouquets. Got, that, that, dude, that guy's yeah. got like a 1-800-Flowers VIP yeah. membership. Exactly. Not an app, though, because he couldn't figure that <laughs> yeah. out. No. But, Will, I do want to say uh, in, your, in your ad, uh, if you want to impress someone at work, go generic flowers, not roses, unless you want to talk to HR. Just saying. Oh right! Don't go! Don't go deep red if it's a friendship no. thing. No, nope. don't do that. I wasn't. It was. It was not implying that. My bad. No, it's okay. Yeah, you're gonna end up suffocating a, a, a older man with a pillow if you if right. you go deep red for a friendship. Right. You got problems. Yeah. 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 Unless unless it's me and Hard Factor Mark. Oh, that's he's, true. He's got his bouquet. All right, guys. I think we can all agree that breakups are the worst, right? They're not great. Yeah. You don't need those deep red roses. That's for sure. That's true. <laughs> After a breakup, we all handle breakups differently. Sometimes breakups make us sad, confused. Sometimes they make us angry. And that was the case for 69-year-old Clearwater, Florida woman Pamela Carr, who jacked her husband up, quote, several times last Sunday with a taser after he told her that she wa- that he wanted to end the marriage. Yeah, oh. Carr was then arrested on dom- charges of domestic battery, uh, and she claims that she tased her husband in self-defense, which leads me to believe that she's probably Wait. a Roman, Roman Catholic. Right, this guy's she's, an idiot. Wait, she's, she's, she was defending herself against what he was saying? Is that... 
That or the mortal sin of divorce, Will. Look, uh. I, I mean, she can lie all she wants. I don't care about her lie, but a, a man living in Florida that's been married to a woman for more than a day should, Nine know, years. should know not to say to her face, yeah, you, I want a divorce. You need to, you you need to send papers, that yeah. you need to send that over the internet or in the mail and be right. far away from that Florida woman. Yeah, you serve someone that news. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you, you tie a little note to the foot of a parrot. He's lucky he wasn't murdered. Right, Tasing exactly. is getting hey, off easy. Hey, hey, guess what? That's a good... Mark, that's a good rule for anybody. Like, yes. don't don't think you're gonna you're about to go ruin somebody's life. Don't yeah. think that you're just gonna talk them through it. Like, and it's gonna be cool. Right? You're like in your best outfit, gloating. Yeah. Gonna right. get, yeah. You got to ask yourself: Is there a taser in the house? Yeah. <laughs> Am I between my spouse and the taser? Right. Uh, according to the police report, guys, Carr elected to use the stun gun on her husband at close range, though, rather than shoot him with the barbs, which she could have done. Most likely in the hopes that their marriage wasn't truly over. No, she wanted to feel the life sucking out of his body. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, anyway, she was arrested uh, and released uh, from jail on Monday at a $1,000 bond and ordered to stay away from her husband. Yeah, they're like, ah, don't worry, lady. They'll be back together in a week. Yeah, I bet whatever. they had sex right after yeah. that. Before the that's <laughs> They'll a, be back together in a week. That's post-Tase breakup <laughs> yeah, sex. That's some good stuff. Oh, man. That would be bring, hot. Bring that the Taser so back in. Hey, guys, by the way, tonight there's a Democratic debate, and we're going to be doing a live stream watch party with a pre-show starting at 730 and a post-show kicking off just after the debate. We're not going to be doing the commercials this time, just pre and post, so tune in. That'll be on, uh, on our Periscope, uh, BNN's Periscope, Barstool News Network, and then also uh, live on our Instagram, so you can tune in. We're going to be gambling on the debate with our partner, Predicted.org, and you should yes. be, too. You can get a free $20 right now if you sign up for Predicted and deposit at least $20 with our special URL. It's Predicted.org slash promo slash Hard Factor 20. Got to go to that one and sign up in that URL, and you will get your free 20. Uh, here are the debate markets you can bet on, guys. How many times will a candidate say millionaire or billionaire? How many, uh, how many candidates? How many candidates? Excuse like, me. Out of always got seven. the two. Yeah, but you so buy, you're going to have at least now Yang. And Steyer. Oh, you think all seven? No, no, no. I'm just saying there's seven candidates. What was it last no, time? I, it's usually been four. I think it's, it's going to be in the middle range, it's too. It's been the last two times. It's been four or five the last two times. So I love yeah, that. I would say four. Four is good for billionaire. Yeah. Healthcare is frequency or number of candidates? Both, all three of those are number of candidates to say healthcare, Iowa, and millionaire, billionaire. Love it. I, I like Iowa and billionaire around four each. Yeah, I agree with that. I think healthcare is probably going to be more like six or seven. There's seven total oh, yeah. candidates. I think healthcare is going to be in the very high, uh, above five. Anyway, you can get in on it. You can make some cash. Get in on it now. There's also going to be who has the most speaking time, who has the least speaking time. Bernie, is, most. Probably Yang, Yang, Yang Dogs. Probably the Yang, Yang Gang. He's coming sure. back. Coming Yang back like a tornado into this debate. It is, but, hey, it's man. only at like 55 cents when I last checked, so you can almost double up if you get Yang, Yang Lee's right. speaking time. And, and right like now. Pat mentioned, we're not doing the commercial breaks, but we are going to live update our bets and stuff. 100%. So tune in tonight, guys. That link one more time, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Nice. All right, guys, this one was brought to our attention by Dennis M. Thank you, Dennis. Great investigative work here. And originally I thought this one was fake because nobody could be this fucking stupid. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, it's it's Florida. So two idiots, Ian Simmons and Joshua Reinhardt, were pulled over going 95 miles an hour in Santa Rosa County on Interstate 10 in the prestigious panhandle of Florida. And when state troopers ran their names, that fig they figured out that Josh had a felony warrant out for his arrest stemming from a probation violation. Probably, you know, it's just something you that happens get, to you Josh. You can't get a car full of people without a warrant in Florida. It's very true, especially going 95 on the panhandle. Yeah. 95, no, panhandle. How, what was the ages again? It was low 34, 20s. both oh, 34. 34. Well, yeah. I mean, Prime so. warrant age. Yeah, especially right. in the panhandle. That's, you're in debt. 
striking distance of Destin. Exactly. So, um, mm-hmm. so then it was on. The uh, dogs were called in to confirm what authorities already knew about the contents of the car. And when the dogs started humping the trunk, uh, <laughs> no, the trunk, two officers uh, uh, took the uh, that is a clear alert and then searched <laughs> and found what sounds like it was. Uh, on its way to an Oscars party being hosted by Harvey Weinstein. Uh, 75 grams of meth, 1.36 kilos of GHB, which is the uh, the date rape drug. Yeah. Oh, uh, one gram of cocaine, probably personal use, 3.6 grams of fentanyl, and 15 MD- MDMA tablets, and everything you would need to enjoy those drugs. The MDMA, that's what made the dogs horny. The whole kit and caboodle. The dog just shit itself. Yeah. 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 Tucker only gets a boner that big when there's tons of drugs <laughs> in the trunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the real, the real um, Tucker gets real vocal. <laughs> he gets real vocal and horny. The dog just quit. He's so mad. Yeah. Well, because you know the dogs have tried all the drugs. Yeah. yeah that's why they get hyped because they they think they're gonna get more. Yeah. Sure. So, Companions, um, excuse me. In a, in an attempt, I guess, to remind themselves of the contents of the bag, the two cleverly labeled the bag of drugs uh, "bag full of drugs." Mm. Uh, of course, deputies at the Santa Rosa Police Department took to Facebook to have some fun, reminding all Floridians that if you uh, want to traffic drugs, uh, uh, don't label it bag full of drugs because our canines can read. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so. so they're they're taking the pat tip. That's a Pat, lie. Pat was right. They can't. Those canines can't read. Scroll down. They certainly can't. I want to see this this picture. It's, it's hilarious. It's a little yeah, bit crazy. It's Here amazing. It so, looks like. Uh, like a, a a woman style bag, you know, with like you the know juicy. It, it looks like, like a, a, a bank bag. It, it yeah. looks like a. It looks like they bought it at Urban Outfitters. That's it looks what I'm like saying. Urban right. Outfitters was selling a bag. It's a bag that bag. ironically that's true. said yeah. bag full of drugs. Exactly. And these guys were like, "Oh shit, that that's perfect. So yes, cool, bro." That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> this bag is the chillest bag I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> They'll so. never think to look in the bag full of drugs. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. So. Uh, yeah, they're in jail now, um, and that's probably where they'll stay for a while. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. As always, thank you for another great week. Your story submissions have been very helpful and on point as always. Mm. Hey, don't forget we have a voicemail now, 512-270-1480. Leave us your questions, concerns, comments, and we will do our best to answer them on the show. Tune into our pre- and post-debate uh, show, like we mentioned before, Gambling on Politics, the only way to watch it. Um, and we, uh, you guys like any of those? Uh, we kind of went you over a little it's bit. Fr- but... Are you hyped? It's Friday, Wes. Yeah, 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 I'm a little yeah, tired. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we did. We, uh, we said we said we like um, Iowa and billionaire millionaire right. for okay. about four. Wes has been anti Florida today. He's he's saying the Gators yeah. suck. And... Well, you got a cool new case for his new computer though. I do. It's yeah. awesome, isn't it? It's a, yeah, it's a dad I love case. It. All right, scream it out. Okay, follow us on hard uh, Instagram and Twitter for daily news briefs and more. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And most importantly, have a great fucking day and weekend. See you later, yeah. Yeah, no, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here oh, right now. That's a little now. rough, right? Walk down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. And people say we're monkeying around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down We go where we want to Do what we like to do